Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. Romans chapter 6, verse 2. This is going to be the, I guess, the key verse to the whole message. Verse 2 says this. It says, God forbid. That means certainly not. Let me back up to that one. Let me find out where I'm at here. It says, God forbid, meaning, don't ever let it be so. Here's the the verse right here. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Amen? How shall we as Christians... That are dead to sin, the old sinful nature, the old sinful person that we was, that were dead to that old lifestyle, how shall we live any longer therein? Amen. I want to tell you something this morning, and I know this is going to go against a lot of preachers and a lot of theologies and a lot of churches today. But I'm here to preach to you. I'm not here to preach to them. I'm here to preach to you, this flock here. Amen. And so regardless of what the theology is, I want to preach what's in God's word. That's what we have to look at. We can't, uh, man, look at God's word. They interpret it different ways but we got to see what this says amen and there's been a theme from the very beginning when christ had came and the church was established and the disciples went out and preached the gospel they went to all over the world and and different places there's always been a, a, a a The devil has fought this and and has tried his best uh, to turn the gospel and and, and the way that a Christian should live and how they should conduct their lives. The devil has twisted it and turned it around so it would lose its potency, its power to change. Uh, How did... And anyways, it has creeped into the churches and has uh, been here for many years. And it amazes me how back over 2,000 years ago it was in the churches and it's here today. 
That man, the Christian, cannot live above sin. Or a Christian sins every day in word, thought, or deed. That's false teaching. I'm going to prove that to you today. Amen. Here in God's Word. Let's go over here. I want to read something to you. Let's go to... <clears throat> I want to go to John, 1 John chapter 1. I got this, my new Bible, and I'm not quite used to it yet. My other one's falling apart. I taped it. It needs taped again, but I might have to retire it. I don't want to. <clears throat> All right, John chapter 1, starting with verse 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled the word of life. For the life was manifested, this is Jesus, is who he's talking about, was manifested, uh, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father, uh, which was with the Father, was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare unto you, that ye also, now here it is, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. These things I write unto you that your joy may be full. Let me pray and then we're going to continue. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray this morning, God, for your help in this message today, Lord. We pray for your anointing, God. We pray for your touch, Lord. So many things here to try to grasp and remember. Oh, God, we pray today that you'll help us for just a few minutes, Lord, while we look into your truths. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. He said here, And these things we write unto you, that your joy may be full. Amen. And then what was happening here? In uh, John was the head of the churches, many churches in Ephesus is what the writer said. Okay, He overseen those churches. And John was an old man at this time. This is before he went out on the, uh, uh, in, uh, the island of Patmos and was there when he got the revelations. But John was seeing something happening. He was seeing this false teaching creeping into the church. He seen that, that uh, there was people saying and, and, and teaching and praying that man could not live above sin. Huh? And then John said, hey, now wait a minute. Huh? I never got this first, or I never got it second, third, or fourth hand. I never read about it. Huh? I was there. I witnessed it. I walked with Jesus Christ in the flesh. And what I'm telling you is true. Amen? Amen. That's what he was saying. Huh? Hear this. Huh? And my goal to preach to you, John was saying, and to you, I'm preaching today. That your joy may be full. Because you have fellowship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now listen to this. And this is the message which we have heard of him and declare to you. That God is light. Huh? 
and in him is no darkness at all. Huh? That means sin. Darkness means sin. Not physical darkness. Turn out all the lights, huh? Not that, but sin. Amen? If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and the truth is not in us. In other words, if we walk in sin, we keep on sinning, huh? We just keep on sinning every day, or, or we just can't overcome the sin, huh? In this life, huh? This is what it said. It said, we lie and do not the truth. But, here it is. But if we walk in the light, huh? In this spiritual life that's in Jesus Christ, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with the other. Now listen. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all unrighteousness, from all sin. Amen? If we say we have not sinned, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. For all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Right? right? That's what it says in the Word. <clears throat> if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Amen? Amen. Praise God. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Right. Amen? My little children. You know what? I looked at that, and I thought, if you look at it at face value, it sounds like he's talking to children, but he's talking to those who are born again of the Spirit. Right. When we become born again, we become as little children. Right. You know what Jesus said? Unless you come as humble as little children, you will not enter into the kingdom of God. That's right. Amen. John says, now listen, flock. Huh? These things I write unto you, listen, that ye sin not. That you don't sin. This is the reasons I'm writing to tell you this. Huh? Not to sin. You don't have to sin. You don't have to do these things, my friend. You've been washed in the blood of Christ. Whoa, hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I don't know where I'm going to go. Help me, Lord. I get fired up with this stuff. That you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate <laughs> with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Huh? What is an advocate? It's an intercessor huh? for our sins. Praise God. Huh? I want to tell you something. I, I know we're human. I'm going to read these notes. I've got to read these notes to you. And I understand we make mistakes. And I understand that we can sin. I know that. I've backslidden many times. And I'm proud of it. But I'm glad that God, if we confess our sins and repent of them, He'll forgive us. Yes, sir. I tell you, I would be in this church this morning if He never done it to me. Amen. Amen. 
He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Amen. He's the one that, that Cherry said, the immense painter. The one who sets us free. Amen. <laughs> he is the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but also the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him. Now here it is. If we keep his commandments. Amen. If we keep his commandments. <coughs> Excuse me. He that saith, I know him, and keep not his commandments, is a liar. That's what it says. And the truth is not in him. The truth is not in him. But whosoever keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. Amen. He that, listen, listen to this. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk even as he has walked. Huh? Let me tell you something, my friend. Hallelujah. I'm so glad for this, this scripture today. Amen. The commandments of God, the moral laws of God. Huh? I tell you, the, uh, those are the things that we are supposed to follow out. The Ten Commandments is like the main covering of God's moral laws and the way He wants us to live. Huh? The Word of God strictly tells us how we are to conduct our lives. I know maybe I'm hollering a little bit too much, but I'm excited about it. Amen? But I want to tell you something. Huh? He that loves God, he that is born again of the Spirit, I'm going to get to that in a minute, huh? keep the commandments of God. Huh? They don't walk in sin anymore. Huh? They're not living in sin anymore, huh? Because something has happened in their lives, and they don't want to. Amen? But if you tell me, listen, listen, I know this is going to bite, but if you tell me, huh, that you have fellowship with God and you're living for God and you're still sinning, my friend. The scripture said that you're a liar. I know that's harsh, but it's not my word. It's God's word. I'm not up here saying what my words. I'm up here what the scripture says. Chapter 3. John chapter 3. Starting with verse 4. It says this. Whosoever committeth sin transgress also the law. For this for sin is a transgression of the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. Amen. So, if we 
give in huh, to sin and we walk in sin, huh, we have transgressed, transgressed God's law and broken his law. I want to read it. I want to read my, I got three pages I want to read to you that help cover this. Amen. Listen to this right here. And we know <laughs> that he was manifested to take away our sins. Praise God. And in him is no sin. Amen. Praise God, huh? This is the first that Jesus came for two reasons. And this is one of them right here. He was manifested to take away our sins. Right. Amen. Amen. Then it said, Whosoever uh, abideth in him sinneth not. And whosoever sinneth has not seen him, nor neither know him. Do you get that this morning? Huh? What is this abiding in Christ? I want to tell you what that is. That is living in fellowship with him. We have fellowship in this church this morning. We came into this church and fellowship and joked around with each other. Huh? Because we love each other. We care for each other. Huh? But I want to tell you something. If you're walking in sin, you're not abiding in Christ. Huh? Amen. That's the first one. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. Even as he, who's he? Jesus is righteous. Amen. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For Listen to this. Here's number two reason why Jesus came and died on the cross. For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Praise <laughs> God. Amen. Do you get that? Huh? Listen to me this morning. Christ came for two purposes and two reasons. To forgive you and I of our sins right. that we have committed. Yes. Amen. And I tell you, when he forgives us of our sins, my friend, what a change. What a change in our lives. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And then the other reason is he came to cleanse us and purify us from all sin. He gives us the power to live above it and not sin, my friend, as we journey this life. As we stay in fellowship with him, his blood gives us the power to have victory in our lives. And live in joy and in peace. That's what John was saying. That, you're, that you can have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with Jesus. And in this fellowship, you'll have joy unspeakable. 
and full of glory. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I always wanted to try to preach on this and never could do it. I don't know how well I'm doing now. But I'll tell you what. Courtney, we was talking the other day. if I get the right words. But she said, Dad, I'm kind of confused a little bit about something. And she said that I don't understand how, how we as God's people, as Christians, God has saved us and changed us and transformed our lives. How can we go on sinning? and rebelling against God. How can this be? And you know what I'm talking about this morning. There's people and churches, like I said, it's been around forever. Even the commentary writers uh, that believe that we cannot live above it or we sin in word, thought, and deed every day. Huh? I told her it's a false teaching. Huh? It's a false teaching because how? Let's just go back to the first verse. How that we we who are dead to sin live any longer therein? Huh? Let me read this. This is out of plan, but I'm gonna read it in that same chapter. In the same chapter of Romans, then I want to go to here. Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Listen to this. Therefore we are buried with him at baptism unto death. Yes, sir. That like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we, the believer, should also should also should walk in newness of life. Right. <laughs> if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Now listen. Knowing this, that the old man. Who's the old man? That's the old lifestyle that you live before you come to Christ. Right. The old sinful habits. huh? The old sinful way of life. The things that you've done, my friend. Listen. Paul is saying, now it's dead. You're dead to these things because you believe in the gospel and Christ has changed you. Huh? Right. You're dead. The old man is dead. Amen. Not the carnal man. <laughs> Listen to me. There's still the carnal nature in us. Huh? That'll be there until the end of time. Huh? I'll get into that in just a minute. But the old man is dead. 
find out, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the, listen, that the body huh, of sin may be destroyed. That henceforth, from this point on, we should not serve sin. Do you get that? Huh? Do you understand it this morning? Huh? How can you have some teachings, my friend, that that says that we sin all the time when we're Christian? It's not true. Huh? No wonder there's no revivals anymore. No wonder there's no moving of the spirit. Because man is held in his sins. And he can't get free of it. Because the preacher and the doctrine of the church has given them a false teaching. Oh, my land. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died into sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves, listen, to be dead to sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let, listen, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies, <laughs> that ye should obey the lust there up. Amen. I'm going to read this and I want to explain it to you here in a minute. My thoughts. Here it is. You come to Jesus. You're saved. You're born again of the Spirit. Huh? And you're a new creature in Christ. All right? Let me... Let me back up. Let me go over here, and I want to read. I think I missed one that I wanted to read. Let's go back over here to John. I'm sorry. Huh? We'll get through this. We got all day. Right. Amen. I want to go over to 1 John chapter Okay, I already already read this. I lost where I was at. Here's what I want to get at. We never got to verse 9. Verse 9 in chapter 3, it says this. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. In this, the children of God are manifested, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth righteousness, not whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither is he that loveth not his brother. Amen. Let me go over here. To this here. Let me back up. Let me go to these thoughts here. 
Is everybody warm around you? I want you to listen to this. This is my own words. <clears throat> when we do something morally wrong and we are not supposed to do it because the Holy Spirit said it's wrong and God's word says it's wrong and yet we do it anyway, that is sin. Okay, example, God told Adam and Eve, do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They knew what God said, they knew it was wrong, but yet they done it anyway. They sinned, and so have we. We have inherited a sinful nature that wants to live for itself and the pleasures of that please it. And this carnal nature is sinful and rebels against God's ways. Therefore, a man has to be changed in his heart in order to please God and live for him. But only God, listen, has the power to change man's heart. Man cannot change this nature he was born with. It takes the power of the blood of Christ to change a person. But the man has to have faith in God and believe in him before this change can take place. Now, now when man has been changed by the power of God, and is redeemed, he becomes a new creation, a new creature in Christ. Born again of the Spirit, and a new life starts. As we were born physically, now we are born spiritually. So now there are two natures in our body uh, the carnal nature, the flesh, and the spiritual nature. Can you deny that? No. It's still there. <clears throat> Let me back up here. Which is called the flesh and the spirit. These two natures are at war with each other in our bodies. To have control over who is going to rule in our life. Now, if we have, now we have a choice to make on which nature is going to control us the sinful nature or the spiritual nature. So, are we going to trust God in our life and walk in His ways, believing He will give us? the grace to live above sin and don't have to follow after the sinful nature and keep on sinning? Or are we going to tell God that he can't live, that we can't live above sin? We have not 
uh, we have to keep on sinning because of this carnal man in us that keeps that keeps us in sins. <clears throat> that I'm sorry, let me back up. This carnal man in us keeps us in our sins, and that the blood of Christ is not powerful enough to keep us from sinning. So the question is, who is going to control you, your life, the spirit, or the flesh? Mm -hmm. Amen? Then I said this, there is a belief, and I know I might repeat myself here, but that's all right. There is a belief in Christians that tell us we cannot live above sin in this life, or that we sin every day in word, thought, or deed. Then let me ask the question to those who say these things. Now listen to this. Now I'm going to ask the question. How much sin may we be saved from in this life? Huh? The next time someone asks, tells you that, you ask them that. How much sin is, is God, Christ saved us from? Did Jesus shed his blood to save us from some sin, but not all sins? This belief that uh, we in every uh, let me, this belief that we sin every day and that we cannot live above sin has put the cross to an open shame and has defeated many good people. Because they have accepted this false teaching and has no victory in their life because of sin. John, 1 John 7 and 1 says, says this, and that the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sins. Amen. 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 Jesus came and died on the cross, like I said, for two main reasons. To forgive us of our sins and to deliver us from the power of sin. We can, uh, we, where we can live above sin and we do not commit sin because we are born of God. <clears throat> we are not sinners anymore. And we don't sin uh, for Christ's seed, listen, is in us, and we do not willingly commit sin. You get that? Because we are born of God, and we are will, and we and we're born of God. If you're willing to break the Ten Commandments, the moral law of God every day, then God's seed does not remain in you. Because you still sin, and he that still sins does not know him. Amen? John Wesley, this is what his quote, quotation was. <clears throat> Believers are free to the power and the guilt of sin, but not the existence of of them. Christians are the body of Christ, but they still but they still have the flesh opposing the spirit. 
Our carnal man is nailed to the cross. But it often struggles to come down from that cross. Sin can run in our hearts, but we need not yield to it. Yes, sin is present, but it does not govern by those who walk in the Spirit. Christians are called to resist sin with all their might. Guard against the flesh, the world, and Satan. But we are not complete yet in this life. We have not received, this is kind of my words here, this glorified body yet. So therefore, put on the whole armor of God and stand firm where Christ has set us free from sin. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. And I, I had this too. I just preached on this the other day. And how true is this? Jesus told the adulterous woman, Go your way and sin no more. <laughs> Jesus would have never told her that if she was not able to do it. Even Jesus believed that we don't keep on sinning after we're saved. <laughs> so I'm telling you this morning, huh? This theory and this belief, my friend, it's false and it's not real. I want to tell you, like I said, they have weakened the blood of Christ. They have weakened huh, this sacred thing that Christ has done for us. Hallelujah. We're not sinners anymore. Amen. Amen. What is a sinner? He lives in sin. He practices sin. He walks in sin. He's not in the light. He's not in the glory of God. He's in darkness. Amen? I know I've stepped on a lot of people's toes, not here, but in churches. What I said is that Jesus, my friend, God knew what it was going to take to deliver mankind. Yes, sir. He knew what it was going to take. And it was going to take the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. Yes. There's power in his cross. Amen. There's a war going on for sure inside of us. And every Christian will tell you that. Uh, there's a battle there. Amen. But there's a war between the flesh and the spirit. Huh? That goes on. But we don't have to be enslaved to that. Amen. I want to tell you something. Praise God. I'm glad that there's a full deliverance. Amen. Right. And the choice is to the people in the church right. how they want to do it. Amen. I tell you, that it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. I remember my dad, I know he preached against this, 
time. And he used that illustration many times. I know Pam remembers it. Courtney remembers it too, probably. About the woman, the adulterous woman. And he always used that statement that Jesus told her to go and sin no more. Hmm. She got converted. Right. Scripture don't say that, but it said he, she called him Lord. What's Lord? He was the Lord of her life. Huh? She stretched, stretched her hand out, touched the Lord, and looked into his eyes. And he gave her redemption. He saved her. Huh? And he told her my words, not in the scripture. I am Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. I have the power to forgive your sins. I have the power to change your life completely. Huh? I have the power to keep you from sin. Huh? I will give you my Holy Spirit and put it in your heart. Huh? And if you obey your conscience and follow the Holy Spirit, Spirit, you'll be able to live above this sin huh, in this life. Amen? Amen? Praise God. So, I say all that to say this, I guess, that we can live above it, and we have to. We have to, because that's not God's will. That is, people keep on sinning. That's not the will of God. Huh? Who's going to heaven? What does Scripture say? Who's going to heaven? He that doeth the will of the Father. That's who's going to heaven. Amen? Those who have been born again, huh? And their names, my friend, are written in the book of life. Amen? Paul said there'll be no adulterers there, no fornicators, no drunkards, no liars, no homosexuality, homosexuals. Huh? I'm preaching you the truth. I'm just telling you what the word says. And I know this culture hates that. And it's not popular with the culture. But who cares? We have to preach the truth. Right. Huh? And proclaim the word of God because it's the only thing that can change lives. Yes, sir. Amen. John said he's seen the books open. <laughs> and he said there was another book open in heaven, which was called the book of life. And every saved person was on that book, was in that book. We sing a song that says, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. There's going to be a roll call one of these days, my friend. Huh? And those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, their names will be called out. Amen. There was an evangelist, this is a story, I don't know if it's true or not, 
But it was said that he come to he was asked to come to preach to this church. And they went through all the preliminaries, had all the songs and everything. And the pastor of the church said, Brother so and so, come on up and preach for us. And so he walked on up to the pulpit. And the preacher asked him, he said, Have you sinned today? He said, No. He said, Did you sin this yesterday? He said, no. Now, wait a minute. He said, did you sin any this week? He said, no, I haven't sinned at all. Huh? And he said, well, you must be a little angel or something. Huh? I haven't sinned all week. And he said, hey, I'm born of God. Those who are born to God don't commit sin. Willful sins, willful transgressions. <laughs> and the preacher made fun of him. He said, now I want you all in this audience to look at this man and look at this angel <laughs> that's standing before you today. He was really knocking him. And the evangelist, you know all the people was looking at him. And then the evangelist, he took his arm Stuck it on the preacher's shoulder. And he said, the Bible says, he that committeth sin is of the devil. He said, I want you to look at this little devil. <laughs> Take a look at this little devil. <laughs> the old man's in Scotty, didn't he? <laughs> I thought that was pretty cute. But there's a lot of meaning in that. Right. Amen. Just remember this. All sense of humor, all things have an element of truth in it. Right. <laughs> Amen. I just want to tell you today, I don't know if I got out or not, but I want us as a church, huh? and I know you are, I know you're Christians, you're true, blue, God-fearing Christians that would never do anything to hinder your relationship with the Lord, or, or, or uh, uh, hinder the Holy Spirit. Uh, I can't think of the word that the scripture says. Huh? And I'm thankful for that today. Amen. Let's keep walking in the light as he is in the light. And God will keep blessing. God will keep using us. Huh? For his glory. Amen. Not that we're better than other churches or anything like that. That's not that's the, not what it's about. It's about living in the will of God. Being an example to this lost and dying world. What God's people are supposed to be. Amen. This is the road map right here. Huh? This is the road map to heaven. Amen. And it's a highway. Listen, it's a highway of holiness. Huh? The Bible said, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. How true is that? So we're to walk in this light. We're going to walk in this holy way. Huh? I'm my friend. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm done. i got to quit. Huh? We surrendered it when we got saved. Amen. I surrender all. Huh? My life's no longer mine, but it's God's. Amen.
you, man. I'm going to live for him. Praise God.